This episode is brought to you by REMAX Ace Realty in Downingtown, PA. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home, we have a real estate expert for you. Search for homes or contact an agent at acerealtypa.com. This is the Chester County Real Estate Podcast. Bringing you the info you need to make your next move a great one. This show is brought to you by Remax Ace Realty. For show notes and links, go to acerealtypa.com slash podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Chester County Real Estate Podcast. Uh, this is the show that helps you give all the information you need to make your next move a great one. Uh, today, I'm sitting down with Bradley Fink of Blue Cord Property Care, uh, and we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the services that he's able to provide to uh, homeowners, to future homeowners, and some of the amazing things that he's able to do with the equipment that he uses, which is, uh, uh, would it be accurate to say pretty unique as far as the landscaping and uh, grading services go, Bradley? It is extremely unique. It's the same equipment that the Professional Golf Association started adopting over the last several years exclusively to maintain uh, and modify terrain on their golf courses. So when you say modify terrain, just real quick, I mean, that, that could include a lot of things. I mean, anywhere from mowing the lawn to, to hardscaping or stuff. But, uh, but we were talking a little bit before. You're actually, uh, w- one of the things that you specialize in is actually re-changing the grade, regrading uh, yards and landscaping. Right. So we can take uh, an area that might be too steep or too uncomfortable to use, and I can in most cases, I can make adjustments to that. So instead of a slope this steep, I can modify that and change it a few degrees, and it really makes that noticeable. Um, so whether that would be for water mitigation or just for aesthetics or usability, and a lot of uh, another very popular request that we get would be to just take bumpy and uneven terrain and smooth that out and make it really nice again. I mean, I've taken backyards and turned them into soccer fields. For customers, I mean, they were just unusable, you know, like ankle twisters. And for other customers that were afraid, you know, that they'd go out and try to mow their lawn with their push mower, and it's just too bumpy. They were afraid of of, of tripping. And you know, we go in there and make it so nice that uh, literally they don't want to put their footprints on it when I'm done. It's <laughs> that's always a great feeling to be able to do that, and you know, to be able to talk with a customer, they can tell my passion in in doing this. But that is really the most requested uh, things that we do. Um, We also have uh, a very specialty stump grinder, uh, a trencher. Uh, We have, uh, I think, what is it, 17 different attachments for a Ventrac, which is is really a lot. I mean, that really, the Ventrac is a rare thing to begin with. But then to take a small family business like ours, it's fairly obscure, using an amazing piece of equipment like that with all the different capability i mean it just blows people away when they see what we're able to do uh it's just it's difficult to describe i mean you can go to the youtube channel and kind of see that but to actually witness it in person in living color the transformation that occurs before during and after it's just it's something that never gets old for me because i i I know how it's going to turn out yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, as it was, it, it's funny because we have a mutual friend uh, through Renzo, and he was trying to describe it to me, and I had no idea what he was talking about. He, he was like, "It's this, it's this machine, and 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 it and it does everything, and and it just, it just 
does this thing with the earth and the ground, and it was really, I mean, if you were there, you that, probably would have That's just the aeration and seeding. <laughs> yeah. the, the aerator on the Ventrac is very unique. I mean, there's a lot of different aerators out there, but the Ventrac aerator is the best aerator in the world. And the reason, I mean, you'll see the, the little tines, they'll poke holes in the ground or they'll pull cores out and leave a mess. But the Ventrac, the tines actually shake very fast. And when they do that and they go in the ground, they actually loosen the soil. And if you want the seeding done as well, it does that at the same time. It drops the seed down into the loosened soil. And then I have an optional roller on the back and it presses everything back down. So what you get is a much greater germination rate of that seed. And you know, I've seen other companies, they'll, they'll go around with their little walk-behinds and they'll push them. And they're okay but the Ventrac is just, it's a different world. So if I aerate a strip and it aerates the equipment six feet wide, um, and the aerator itself is, uh, I believe it's 63 inches that'll aerate in each pass. And it'll leave stripes like you wouldn't believe on each pass. So not only does it aerate and seed, but it stripes your lawn at the same time. But if I aerate a section and you step on that next to a section that has not yet been aerated, it feels like you're walking on a hard concrete floor and then you take the next step and it feels like you're walking on a carpet. And that's because the soil is so loose. And that's where, that is where you get the benefit of that loosened soil that water can get in there. The seed can get in there and it just, it, you get a much healthier lawn. If nothing, if you don't aerate nothing else with this, with this equipment. Yeah, yeah, and, and and the reason why I wanted to kind of bring all the uh, bring this up, and we kind of jumped right into it because of uh, you know your enthusiasm with uh, it, of with, with the industry, and I you know I can I can geek out about any kind of cool gadget, right? <laughs> so so just when, when you when you put something like that in front of me, I'm like, oh man, like that that gets really exciting. Uh, but really, you know, the, the idea is that when people I mean, they don't really know what's possible, or they think what they have, the issue that they're looking at is going to require a team of landscapers, is going to, uh, you know, several uh, uh, excavators or something like that. Um, and, and this is important, you know, just kind of because we talk a lot about home buying, home selling, and, uh, and, and such. But when someone's getting ready to sell a house, uh, you know, we all, we all know that curb appeal is a really big deal. Um, and a lot of that curb appeal has to do with your landscaping, with your yard, with the ground, with the, the healthiness or so of the soil. Um, or if someone's looking to buy a house and they're walking around and the house fits a lot of their, you know, checks off a lot of boxes, but the yard isn't as ideal as they uh, as they might like. Uh, might think, they might think they have to, I don't know, lay down sod or something like that, but even that doesn't always necessarily take, correct? I don't, I don't install sod, but yeah, that is correct. I mean, that is a very, it's sort of the instant grass thing. Now, we have a sod cutter as one of the attachments for the Ventrac, and it's not because we cut sod and install sod. It's because certain situations where we might be, uh, say, cutting a trench line for a, uh, uh, for a downspout extension. That's a very popular thing that we do. If you're having water issues along your foundation, you want to get that water as far away from the house as possible. So we will extend downspouts underground, and sometimes customer will want that option of me cutting a layer of sod off of there, cutting the trench down that that line, 
putting the pipe in the ground, running that out to another part of their property, and then rolling the sod back on top. Now, honestly, that that's not a fun job. Anything anything involving sod, it is not fun. Uh, but it is something that we do offer if a customer is interested in it. But frankly, because of the Ventrax light footprint, I mean, it's not a light piece of equipment, but when you're when you're spreading that weight out over eight low-pressure all-terrain tires, I barely bend a blade of grass when I'm going in to perform any type of job, whether it's earth-moving, uh, adjusting terrain, uh, you know, trench-cutting, stump-grinding, we are, this equipment will not damage any part of the lawn. And, and we've encountered a lot of customers that were hesitant to hire someone to come in to perform certain types of jobs because they were afraid that their lawn was going to get destroyed. And then once they saw our website, saw our YouTube channel, and then once I explained it, they couldn't believe it. It's like we never knew anything like this existed. And that gets people excited in and of itself. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. I'm, you know, I'm thinking back to a couple of years ago, I had a stump removed in the back of my yard, and it was just one of your typical, I guess, kind of like a remote-controlled, almost like a tank tread. I, I, don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I never really got a chance to see it, but I sure saw all the marks that it made in my yard. I guess it was like a little wet that day. Um, and yeah, there's a whole bunch of tread marks and, and you know, whatnot, like all got all messed up, and I had to go back there and dig them all out and, and respread that all out. Uh, <laughs> So the impact on the yard's huge. Uh, like I said, when, when you're talking about regrading something, my mind instantly goes to construction vehicles, right? Excavators, stuff like we that. We do a lot of repairs in situations like that. Okay. Uh, whether it's equipment damage, you know, heavy equipment damage. Uh, I think one of, the, one of the most notable ones that we did was for a real estate agent that a rollover accident occurred at his house. He lives in a bend in the road uh, down near Kennett Square. And gouges in his yard at, at the deepest were about 18 inches deep. Now get this, a tow truck comes in to get this rolled over vehicle out of his forsythia hedge. That tow truck gets stuck in his front yard. Then they hire a wrecker to come in and pull the tow truck and the rolled over vehicle out of his yard. So you can imagine what that looked like when they were done. The damage, some of the ruts were about 18 inches deep from trough to crest. And he knew what I could do. He's seen what I could do. I've done work for him and his customers in the past. Now, what any, any traditional contractor would do, their solution would be to just bring in a bunch of dirt and spread it over and cover up the problem. The problem with that is that you're that you're spreading loose topsoil over a compacted, damaged area, and over time you could rake that out and it'll look nice. But then that that soft topsoil will start to settle and conform to the contours underneath. What I do with our really awesome advanced equipment that I can't talk highly enough about is that. What I use is called a power rake, and it has two helically arranged sets of carbide cutters, and the drum spins. I can control the drum direction and speed, and I can move dirt around. What it does is it separates the soil down to the individual particles if it's dry enough. If it's too wet, you can't grade, you, you cannot do a good grading job when, when the soil is too muddy. But it'll separate the soil down to the individual particles. I mean, we're talking microscopic. 
And if you look at it in super slow-mo video, you'll see it looks like a little avalanche. It's solid material, but in that moment, it's like liquid. And what it does is it spreads that out evenly as I'm digging out the damaged area. And it creates an area that's so smooth of uniform density. Again, it's something that's hard to describe until you actually see it occur. But that is a permanent repair, not a temporary one. Uh, so that was probably the deepest damage that I fixed, but others almost as notable as that, again, caused by heavy equipment. And the contractors know that they'll cause damage. I mean, they'll hopefully they'll be up front with the customer and say, we're going to cause damage. You're going to need to know somebody or have access to someone that can repair this kind of damage, which is me. And we get a lot of calls like this. And after I go across and redefine it, and I don't have to introduce one extra bit of extra soil. I use what you already have and dig it out and respread it around and create one uniform. It's just absolutely awesome. And again, it just it's a quality that you can't believe. So that not only does it go from a damaged part of the yard, it, it turns into the nicest part of the yard. And then I blend that seamlessly into the surrounding terrain. And then of course use the advanced aerator and cedar to go in and, and you know put a, a seed application on there. And it's just it's it's incredible. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, that's so 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 it's great for people who have you know damage to their yards uh you've already talked about regrading uh real quick just a little bit about that are you using some the similar attachments for that or is there another attachments for uh regrading a part of the yard whether it's to uh you said it's e either you need to draw water away from the house so if you're having any kind of of uh so I say too. I, I'm sure there's so much. There's only so much you can say. But if you're having, if you're having water issues around the outside of the house, you can help regrade that water away from the house. Correct. Most of the time, I mean, you, you have to have the elevation to work with. So a, a, a customer I just visited two days ago is a pretty good example. Uh, he just moved in to his new home about a week ago, ten days ago, and his home inspector said that the grading along the front of the house was a, was an issue, meaning that it was a low spot. Now, I bring a very precise laser out, and I can create sort of an elevation map with key points on there that tells you what areas are higher and what areas are lower, and then what I could do to make that adjustment, which is very precise. I mean, generally what you want is a minimum of one degree down. Uh, and as an example, one degree is about a drop or a change of one inch every five feet. So it's not much, but one degree will give a water enough of a downslope to work its way from the foundation and not sit against it. So the example here is this guy had a mean elevation difference of about six inches over about 25 feet. So that's roughly one degree. And I can tell him that, again, with the precise equipment that I use to make those measurements. And I haven't quoted him yet, and I plan on sending that to him today, but he's ready to do this. And I said, now, one degree down is not much. It's very precise, and that's what you're spending the money on, the precision. But a one degree down, if you even put a footprint on there, that potentially could hold water. And over time, as water sits in the puddle, that will start to settle. Uh, so it's the precision which I can, which I can make the changes and the alterations. That's what gets people excited because I can do that. And 
that's a huge deal if they can get that water from sitting at their foundation to at least get to somewhere further away from the house where it's not where it's not a problem. Now, if someone's having water issues, can they come straight to you, or do you need like some sort of landscaping engineer to kind of determine what should what should be done there? Not really. I mean, again, I bring a, a laser out that's accurate to within a half an inch over nearly half a mile, uh, which is insane. And I don't need that kind of precision, but I like to have the best equipment that we can to take these measurements. So I'll go around kind of like a surveyor. If you've ever seen that done or a highway crew, they got that little laser and they have that big ruler that they stand next to. That's what I use. And it, it's, it's a one man setup. So I can get, I can take that elevation data by myself and sort of create a drawing of sorts with key points on there. And it'll tell people what I can get a lot of great information from. That. So when I leave there, the customer will know what the realistic expectation is and what I can do and if they're ready to spend the money to have this adjustment made. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying not to, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, the more the more you talk about this stuff, the more I keep thinking about my own yard. <laughs> I'm like, no, we got to think about the, the, the home buyers and the, and the homeowners, but I'm like, oh, man, I, I could really use that in my backyard there. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, it's actually not an uncommon story. Uh, I'm, I've, I've, I know people, I have clients who kind of experienced where they buy a house and then a week or two later it starts raining and they get a whole bunch of just little little not issues but new nuisances that uh they just didn't really expect because not everything's going to show up on a home inspection report uh hopefully a home inspector will catch you know any grading issues or so but if there's not a lot of water or there hasn't been a lot of water in the area you might not notice that uh, i'm sure if there's like soggy areas of the yard or so it'd be great you know to give you a call and and see what uh, have you come out and, and give your thoughts on that um and then but let's Let's go to just a uh, kind of what, what you were talking about, which is kind of having like more of like an undesirable yard. So in my experience, over time, yards tend to get it's almost like eroded. They tend to get a little bit like tougher, harder, um, you know, especially if there's not a lot of grass in those areas and stuff. Uh, now, what I've seen, I've seen big machines that lay out topsoil and spread them out, and there's different ways of aerating the yard and stuff like that. Uh, but what are some of the things that you do if someone says, like, yeah, I just want that, like you said, almost like that carpet-like feeling and doesn't feel like I'm walking around on concrete, you know? Well, the aerator would handle that on its own, just loosening the soil with that special attachment, the aerator. Uh, we have some videos that cover that on the channel that you get to see it in slow motion to see how the tines actually agitate and you can see how that loosens the soil. And in terms of like a soggy part of the yard, I mean, ideally, if it's possible to make an, uh, a terrain change that would allow the water away out of there, that's ideal. Sometimes adding topsoil is necessary. It's not always. Uh, a lot of times I'm able to make the adjustments I need using the material that's already there. So, but sometimes adding topsoil is necessary and it does a couple things. For one, it can raise the grade. I can't, the methods that I use for grading, I don't, I'm not able to conjure up new soil. 
and it doesn't work like that. But I can precisely move soil around. So if you have a high area, I can take that and move it into a low area and then create a uniform, even surface where water is not necessarily going to pool anymore. Uh, but sometimes, like I said, once in a while, the addition of, of topsoil is necessary if there's not enough material to work with. And that does a couple things. For one, it can give an opportunity to raise the grade. And second, topsoil is very good at absorbing water, kind of like a sponge. So at least it's not sitting up on the surface. So if I can fill in a low spot, that that's that's what I want to do first and adjust that. So create just that almost like, like an even surface that water can just flow away to somewhere else. So that would be the most desirable thing to do. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, yeah, no, that that sounds awesome. Um, and and again, I'm just trying to think of like the different things that people, like you said, previously didn't even know that were possible, and they were probably just kind of dealing with and not thinking there was much that they could do about it. Um, or, you know, here's another thing too. If you have spots in your yard and you're constantly trying to plant grass seed or so, and it just doesn't seem to be taken, it could be a soil issue, right? It could, uh, yes. Now, I do, I do not do that, but I can put you in touch with the best turf specialist in the Tri-County area, and that would be Dan Lister of DTL Total Turf Care. Now, he and I, we work jointly on a lot of projects together. He'll get calls. The customer will say, hey, can you come out and make a terrain adjustment or regrade my yard or it's too bumpy? And Dan says, no, 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 I don't do that, but call the guy that is the best in the industry. You need to call Bradley. He'll do that. So they call me, and then we have a lot of customers then who will have Dan then come out and do his regular treatments throughout the year to reestablish their turf. Some of them will have me put the initial seed in for them and then have Dan come out and, and you know do the follow-up treatments. Sometimes they'll just have me do the grading and then have Dan come out, and he'll do the seeding. You know, that's completely up to the customer. We don't do any soil remediation or anything of that nature. I just come out and loosen what you got. And uh, so it's always enjoyable when the two of us are working tandemly on a project together. But again, he a customer will call him and ask if he can do a regrading or fix a bumpy area. And so he'll refer them to me. And uh, those are the projects then that we generally would work jointly on. Or at least if I do the grading, then Dan would follow up with the seeding. Or the customer just wants me to do the initial seeding and have Dan follow up with the subsequent treatments. Because that's what he specializes in. And he just, he does that better than anybody else I've ever seen. You know, forget those franchises out there. Dan is just a very, he, he puts it on a very personal level, which is what I do. We're just a very small family entity that does very specialized services that people didn't even know existed. Uh, so, you know, for them to deal with me, they'll call me, I'll talk to them, I'll go out and I'll visit them, I'll do the quote, I'll do the seat time on the equipment, and it's start to finish. So literally, the buck starts and stops with me. And a lot of customers really appreciate that very much. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it's always great when you're talking to someone who actually knows what they're doing and is, is passionate about it. Um, and quite frankly, I mean, nothing against the franchises. I have friends who, who have worked for at least the uh, the uh, the lawn care stuff and everything. But it is hard when you're not quite sure if you're talking to someone who is just trying to sell you something or if they actually know and are passionate about what they're, uh, what they're talking about there. That's one thing I'm very careful about. I mean, I want to and I've established a well-earned reputation in that I don't charge 
customers for something that I don't think they're going to need. And I'm very upfront about that. And if I don't think they need something, I certainly don't want to try to upsell. Uh, and I'll tell them what I would do if it were my house. And that was why I was one of the first things that we did when we relocated to this area. We used to live in northern Maine. And up there I was doing, uh, I learned a lot about forestry and land management because we, uh, we owned an old farm estate. And that was part of my job was to learn how to maintain the forest up there and, and to maintain that and, and to manage it. And, you know, down here, you know, we don't necessarily uh, compete in the tree industry, although we have the capability. You know, I've done a lot of saw work, and uh, sometimes that kind of ports over to some of the things that our customers want. Uh, one customer wanted to increase the curb appeal of their home, and they had a wooded area between the street, the road, and their house. And you couldn't even really see the house from the road in the summer because of all the undergrowth, the saplings and all the vegetation, the dense vegetation. And we have a very special brush cutting mower that we can also put on the vent rack. And that was a really neat job because I think I took six attachments out to that job, which I don't believe I took that many out to any other job, usually four or five sometimes. But so I went in with the brush cutter and I removed all of these smaller saplings and, and all the underbrush. Then I went in with the stump grinder, took out the stumps from some of the timber that I had taken down, some of the smaller stuff to increase the space between healthy trees. Then I went in with the grater and I went in and I grated all of that and then uh, used the bucket and just kind of pushed all the loose debris around into a pile and then went in with the aerovator and seeded that. And I was actually back in that area about a year later to really fully appreciate. It's just the most awesome before and after because before you couldn't even see through there, and then after they had done such a nice job taking care of the, the grass, and what you had was just a beautiful green, lush layer of grass and a beautiful canopy above and created a very useful front-shaded yard. It was just incredible. And those are the fun, the most fun jobs there are, or the ones where I'm doing a complete transformation, where I'm really reclaiming areas of yard where it's just so daunting for a customer to even contemplate how in the world am I going to fight back and create this and turn this into usable space and they have no idea that somebody like me with equipment like we use even exists so those are the, those are the really fun ones yeah I mean it sounds like you're just like in, in some ways a one-man crew with with some of that stuff I'm sure I'm sure sometimes you bring in other people too but that would probably take like a team of people with with machines it would. you know it would uh, I, we had one of our sons on the payroll but good for him uh, he was in the army like me and he used his GI bill I did not and he got into map making and all kinds of other really cool stuff so he was offered a full-time position now he's making a boatload of money sitting in the air conditioning making maps. <laughs> and here I am, still outside. Uh, but to be fair, if, it, if it's too hot out, I just stay home. I do. I mean, it's no sense of killing me. It was 117 heat index the other day. And people say, Bradley, what do you do when it's that hot out? I said, that's simple. I stay home in the air conditioning. Because I like that. My, my equipment likes that. It's just working out in temperatures that hot. For one thing, because of the type of, of work that we generally do, it's not my recommendation to try to do a grading job and then put seed in when it's that scorching hot out. That's not a good way to get started. Uh, generally, uh, starting in September is when I start recommending to customers they can start thinking about getting the grading and the seeding done. Uh, 
I mean, the grading really can be done any time of year, but you put seed in too early in the heat of the summer, it's always with the understanding that you need a follow-up in the, in the fall for another overseed uh, to get a really good layer of healthy turf that fall and then following spring. Gotcha. Um, hey, so the other thing is, before you go, uh, look, why don't you talk a little bit about your YouTube channel? Because you've seen a good amount of uh, traction there, too. And, and we're talking about how people can go and check it out. So real quick, where can they find you on YouTube? And what are some of the things that you do there that, uh, that you've experienced throughout that whole process? Well, uh, I started the YouTube channel at the behest of Ventrac, the equipment manufacturer. Uh, like I said, we've been using their equipment for 17 years, a little over 17 years, and we had a YouTube channel but never were active in it. And at their behest, we started uploading videos, and you can see, I mean, I do all the video shooting, so the videography, the editing, I do it all, and it's just, it's very time-consuming. You can see over the years, my editing has greatly improved as well as my videography. <laughs> but um, the YouTube channel is the same as a business name. It's under Blue Cord Property Care, and... Uh, if I if there's like a really unique job or something I think would showcase the equipment really well, I'll set up a bunch of cameras and record that from multiple angles to include like an attachment angle to get up close shots, slow slow motion uh, angles and wide wide screen angles and aerial shots and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so it would range from again you can't really get appreciation for what a before and after grading situation looks like unless you're like right there at the ground you can actually see the smoothness of the terrain before and after uh but our most recent video which will uh should publish on sunday was a job where i cut a trench for a customer who wanted to lay a radio uh antenna uh for his ham radio so that was like 80 feet long and again the the damage I, I wouldn't even call it damage. It's just the footprint of the Ventrac is extremely minimal. So when it's all finished, you're not left with a swath of of, of damaged area in your yard. It's just it's just a, a six inch wide trench, and I carefully push the dirt back in there when I'm done. And then I did a fine tune grading adjustment for an above ground pool area, and I readjusted that so the customer could set their pool up. Um, but the other things we do, like I said, we, we have uh, slow motion shots and, and video of using the aerator, uh, stump grinding. So some customers have us do a stump grinding, then a grading over that, and then a aeration and seeding over that. So there's a little bit of everything. Plus, I perform most of our equipment maintenance here in our shop at home. And a lot of customers find that very interesting as well and use our channel as a resource for those other Ventrac owners around the world who have questions about, you know, certain aspects of maintenance, some people aren't necessarily close to a dealer either. And when we lived in northern Maine, I wasn't, uh, which is why I really learned to perform a lot of the maintenance on our equipment. So there's a little bit of everything. So you get to see up close what the equipment looks like, and then you get to see it actually working in real-time situations out in the field. And it's just all the unique and enhanced capability of a relatively compact piece of equipment, the capability, literally, it just, it does, it defies belief. So whether it's 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, like, yeah, and we're saying compact as compared to like a tractor. You know, not comp- not compact like a cell phone, but but I mean, like, you think about what you're able to do with this. I mean, previously you're talking about a massive tractor that you might find on a farm or something, right? Um, and then you're you're, you're doing it with this, which uh, is definitely larger than a uh, than a than a lawnmower, but probably around the same size as some of those more commercial sized lawnmowers. But right? the footprint. The footprint of that larger piece of equipment is the same as a standard lawn tractor. And with the eight tires on there, I can float over really soft or delicate terrain without damaging it. So we can go in areas that you can't even really walk in because it's too soft or too muddy or up banks that are so steep. The Ventrac equipment, our equipment is rated for 30 degrees in any direction. And those are slopes that are so steep that you can't even walk on them. It's, that's a really unique aspect as well. So we do a lot of uh, heavy brush cutting for drain basins, retaining ponds, areas that generally are soggy most of the time or have very steep slopes that are dangerous for traditional equipment to even attempt to go on and we can go in there and do it safely. So we do drain basins and retaining ponds for HOAs and for, uh, for other areas that would have those as, as water retention and mitigation areas. We can go in there and mow those. And by law, those have to be regularly maintained. In some of these places, they don't know for one that it's the law and it is, you cannot let a forest start growing in there again. You have to regularly cut those and, for you know, like I said, you get most of the equipment that would even be able to make it down to the bottom would get stuck, or they're not rated for those steep slopes to begin with. And I can go in there and safely do that. We just did one of those a couple of weeks ago for an HOA, and again, you know, those are kind of fun. You know, I'm I'm just grinning ear to ear the whole time because you know here I am sitting on the seat of this amazing equipment, and it's not dangerous, you know, so we can safely handle that, and it's just. The, 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 the brush cutting mower is probably the single most fun attachment to use because it's like you're knocking stuff down that's like way over your head and just pulverizing it. And yeah, it's <laughs> we cover that in a couple videos too. You can see that on the channel as well. But yeah, those, those are some fun ones too. Oh man, that's awesome. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, sitting down and talking about some of this stuff. Um, what's the best way that people can get a hold of you? Well, they can either go to the website, bluecarepropertycare.com. Uh, they can go to the YouTube channel. And they can leave me a message there. They can go to Facebook and go to the business there and leave me a message. But probably the best way would be directly, and that would be right to my cell phone, uh, and that my number is 484-796-1586. Awesome. Great. Well, hey, Bradley, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Ed. Thanks for listening. This has been the Chester County Real Estate Podcast. Brought to you by REMAX Ace Realty. Serving buyers and sellers in the Chester County area. Subscribe for new episodes at acerealtypa.com slash podcast. And you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and wherever podcasts are found. This episode is brought to you by REMAX Ace Realty in Downingtown, PA. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home, we have a real estate expert for you. Search for homes or contact an agent at acerealtypa.com.